Hey, I'm Vinny. And I'm Nat. And this is the Relatively Fit Podcast. haven't even started and you're already laughing oh Why? sorry sorry okay <clears throat> we're in hi hello everyone oh my god <laughs> no if you could if you could see me then you know why i'm <laughs> laughing if like okay so basically like really really quickly before we get going um so when you're recording you've obviously got your microphone and you've got something called a pop filter that kind of like filters out any kind of like plosives yeah say your b's your p's P's. your stuff c's and your d's yeah so (laughs) it kind of (laughs) yes so basically (laughs) it kind of rounds them off and doesn't make them so sharp and weird sounding so basically my pop filter has broken off the arm that you know holds it basically and then it also holds the microphone in place so basically I'm holding the pop filter in front of my mouth and holding the microphone the other side of it so I was just laughing because I feel like you know Bane like Tom Hardy when he was like Bane with that like oxygen mask thing on his face does he also breathe funny or is that yes. somebody else yes he does he's like <sighs> <laughs> uh-uh. like Darth Vader like yeah <sighs> because people is people aren't here for this foolishness no i think people are because people missed us people uh, be messaging the, the um the instagram to be like oh when are you coming back have they really i mean like yeah and people that i speak to in person they're like oh why have you not um released an episode yet and i was just like oh because life be life in yes. but get ready because we're going to come back with one and here we are with one. Oh, how lovely that's so nice that like yeah. people have actually been interested oh that's lovely yeah it's really sweet um what i will say though before we get going mm. <laughs> is that this is our second time <laughs> oh is yes our, this is our second time i'm just gonna say it because like i think last week I mean, I don't think you'd be able to work out what week it would be if I said last week, but I'm just talking like a talker. Um, last week we um, recorded, and I actually think that last week Mercury was in the microwave. So basically... <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean Mercury was in retrograde? So with that comes with like lots of um, technological um, issues and, you know, mm. things like that and we recorded like a full i think it was like almost two hours worth of recording was it we did yeah yeah yeah. um i mean that's unedited so probably edited down it would be something else something shorter but um yeah at the time two hours worth of recording and i clicked save and i was like in my head i was like why is this taking so long to save what is the problem normally it's like a 20 second job mm-hmm. um didn't think nothing of it and even did the like you know when you save and then you do the save as so like you can resave it under a different name or whatever mm-hmm. i even did that so i was like i've done it twice so surely like everything's okay and then whenever i save onto the laptop 
like save, come out, and then reopen the file just to make sure it has saved as intended. Mm-hmm. Um, so I reopen the file now, and I'm playing the beginning. And I'm like, yeah, 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 this is cool. And then I fast forward. Okay, just to get a little bit technological, how we record, it's on two different channels. So Nat's got one channel, and I've got one channel. So I can see those um, audio files. She's looking at me like, no one's going to understand. You what kind are you of lost. About? Well, if I'm lost, do you know what I mean? I just turn up here. <sighs> yeah, literally, she just turns up. I mean, if she even puts <laughs> out the, the equipment, talent, I'm like, oh my God, she's put out the equipment. <laughs> yeah. The world's about to end. <laughs> Anyways, um, when I say two channels, like imagine I'm speaking and there's a visual audio, a visual thing of the audio if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Look, she's just looking at me like I'm a fool. Anyways, basically <laughs> the point that I'm trying to make is, is that there gets to a part in the recording where Nat's audio file just disappears. So it's just me oh. one talking on the podcast. Like it's just a single person's podcast. Um, like so, a monologue. Yeah. It, it Honestly, it sounded, <laughs> it was like I was talking to, to air. Like I was in the room with somebody, but actually no one was there. Oh, it was really, really weird. And I was like, how how did the file save up until a certain point where it was both of us? And then all of a sudden, it's just me. Like, I was just talking to myself. Spooky. Um, very spooky. I did try and recover the file. But considering that was the way that it saved, there was no chance in recovering it. And plus, I was just tired. Life was really life in at this point. So I was just like, I can't even get into it. Let's just do it again. So here we are. Again. Again. So you all wanted to know that. <laughs> Sorry. But here we are excuse again. Excuse me. Excuse me. Oh. I'm just speaking my truth. Okay. And I'm just speaking the truth of the podcast. Because we that is what you. happened. We hear you. That's the reason why you. it wasn't released when it was supposed to be released, <laughs> which was on Friday. It's now Saturday. But you know what? I mean, this is the thing. This is why sort of, well, part of the reason why we've been away is that We've just been doing life, basically. Um, I've just been getting back into the grind, you know, my daughter going back to school and everything and just working and just doing life. I mean, what have you been up to? I don't even know. Oh. Yeah, more of the same. I feel like... I feel like... Mm-hmm. What year are we in? 2022? Yes, ma'am. Yeah, all right. Just about. We ain't got long left. I know. (laughs) So I feel like 2022 has been the first year since 2019 that like everybody's been allowed outside and there's been like no Mm COVID-19 issues. And by COVID-19 issues, I mean like lockdowns or we're kind of allowed out, but we're kind of not. And some people are allowed to do their jobs and some people aren't. Like... 2020 that was like the first year of it and then 2021 Mm -hmm. it was kind of like oh you are kind of allowed outside but only some people are allowed outside and the rest of you's got stay at home and the rest of you's got work from home but Mm -hmm. if you can't work from home that means you're not working unless you find something else to do like it was just like a really weird on off situation Mm -hmm. so once 2022 hit and everybody's allowed outside 
that's just where I wanted to be. Out, I wanted out. to be outside. I wanted to be doing stuff. I need to be living my best life. I need to be doing up hot girl summer. I wanted to be doing up traveling. I wanted to be doing up skin out. Like I just wanted to be skin doing skin out. Up. Yeah, just skin out, skin out. Yeah. Oh, whoa. I wanted to be doing up all of them things. So. Yeah. I Well, apart from being your sister and knowing your movements. Yeah. I saw them Instagram pictures. Lord, yeah. you really were skin yeah, out. Skin out because why not? I couldn't skin out. <laughs> Last year, what part of last year did I, I skin out? Skin out. <laughs> I, I skin out in the living room, but like it's not the same. It doesn't bring the same feelings, you know. Okay, so I was really out here. I was out you, in these streets. You were out like, in this street. Yeah, like where did I go? So I went to everywhere. The Dominican Republic, guys. I was in the Dominican Republic. Mm-hmm. Um, you were all up in the carnival. I went to Saint Lucia, yes, mm-hmm. and then I was like. We welcome back Carnival this year, which is amazing in the UK, in London, not in Hill Carnival. It's fantastic. And um, went to Barcelona. I've been doing like music festivals and stuff, um, gigs, going out, out. Even we went to a gig. We went to see Todd Edwards. Oh, Don't you remember? Yeah. yeah, we were going out, out. Yeah. I mean, we had we bought the rubbish tickets. The rubbish tickets where you know you gotta get in before like eleven thirty, but you get in and the place is empty. <laughs> yeah, and you buy all the <laughs> drinks and like you're waiting for I don't know, ever. But yeah, oh my god, that was brilliant. <sighs> it's so funny because like, I mean, off a, on a tangent, as we always do. Mm-hmm. But like, if any of you know who Todd Edwards is, is like this amazing like is he from Chicago actually? I don't know. Can we just quickly Google this? Let's check. Um Googling, 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 Todd Edwards. See, I was going to resume the singing thing, but I've been told not to, so I can't even do no hold music I while know, she's he's waiting. from New York. Oh. He's from New York. Anyways, um Yeah, he's like this kind of what is he? He's a producer, first and foremost. Um and a DJ, and he, yeah. He's just amazing, basically. He's just amazing, like, garage, speed garage Mm -hmm. kind of, like, DJ and producer. And that's very much, like, your era, your time. Oh, yes. I mean, what's our age gap? Oh, you don't want to say that on air? No, I don't mind. So you're... mm, I'm 33. Oh, yeah, it was my birthday last month. Yay. And I'm 46. Okay, so 13-year age gap. So like, Oh, that was quick quick maths. Quick maths, I know. Um, <laughs> I'm still sitting there like... <laughs> working one, it out, counting your fingers. Two. Well, you, I can't move because i got the Bane mask. Oh, the little, so the, I, <laughs> I can't move the little plastic hand. things. You know, in school where it was like you're doing the counting and it would, they were like Lego. You mean an abacus, darling? Right. Is that what they're called? Well, when you slide the beads across. No, not the beads. Oh, yeah, because I'm old, you see. So right. that's what we... <laughs> I don't know if Nem has them in her school, but it's, they know. look like Lego, but they're little cubes. Oh, and you those. click them together yeah, yeah, and it yeah. helps you. Okay, so you've got five cues clicked together here. If you take away three, that is five take away three. So what's five take away three? And then you take off three cubes I'm from doing that the in thing, my mind. And then you're like, you count what's left. And then it's like, okay, well, five take away three. There's two cubes left. So that means two. Yeah. Ah! I wasn't doing um, it with two though. Because of adding up in my mind. Oh, right. Okay. Quick we are really, really, really going off on a tangent. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. This is too much. Because <laughs> you know what? I thought 
you're talking about Todd Edwards going to bring it nicely right. over to Chicago. Okay, okay. Because that's why we're here. I don't know, I don't know why I, I thought of Chicago. Obviously, because that's what we're going to talk about. Well, like but I think, music like, or something. Yeah, I think because like the house scene out mm-hmm. there is like quite big as well. But anyway, I digress. So let's say when you was about in your prime. So let's say about 21. How dare you? I'm in my prime right now, babe. Oh my God. Depending on who you asking, you <laughs> know what I'm saying? Just, <laughs> just too much. Therefore. Right. Let, let's rephrase that then. Yeah. When you were like. When I was in prime part A, I'm in prime part B now. Prime part youth. Yes. All right. When you were in prime part youth, let's say you was about 23. Yeah. 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 So like that was like maybe, was you 23 when we moved here? About the, no. No, you were younger. I was 18. Right. Okay. So yes, I think 23 is a perfect time because by then you would have had, what what was that computer that you had? A Tim? A TM? A tiny. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Okay, bringing it all back, wow. and I say all of this to say, yes, you had the tiny computer yes. with the CD drive that and the wasn't floppy disk tiny. drive. It was huge. It was huge, and you had all of your Speed Gary CDs. Yes. yes, right. So that means when you were twenty-three, I was about ten. So I was getting into your music, yes. which was like the Todd Edwards stuff yeah. when I was about ten years old all coming back to me now so basically <laughs> i was like living out my dream because i was secretly secretly play like your cds when you went in stealing stealing and, and then, this one goes off when i go in her room and spray her perfume but anyway excuse yeah. me continue perfume and cds are two different things but look my cds have set you up for life because look you've got good musical taste now because of me yeah but okay let's go but <laughs> but you would never know that I was using your stuff. Sneak thief, this one. Watch but her. I know. <laughs> Anyways, I say all of that to say, like mm-hmm. we were just living our best lives. Like it was very nostalgic for me. I love that music and it was very nostalgic for you. And then also it was like, it was nice to see you in your element. Oh, it was brilliant. Like, like it was, mum's it gone was, wild. Yeah, it was nice, but it, I'm I was not like, even going to lie. It was nice, but it was also like a bit weird. Oh, really? <laughs> You don't know me. Yeah, it was a bit weird because it was just like, huh, you're out. And it's like past 11. Like, this is so weird. Yeah. Like, you never go out. Like, you don't really, like, you're very much a homebody, which is yes. nice. I like that. That's not a yeah. criticism at all. Um, but, you know, you're a homebody. Like, you're a wife. you got your child. Like, you do your running stuff. And then mm-hmm. you just go home. So, like, it was just like, it was oh, a bit weird. Like, I'm the one that goes out and yeah, does party yeah. lifestyle. I mean, I say that. I've literally, I can't remember the last time I've been out. When was the last time I went out? I think carnival was, like, the end of it for me. <laughs> I think so. Or did you go to a festival after that? Oh, my gosh, yes. I went to see um, Black Coffee. Um with some friends, which was really nice. Mm-hmm. Um, was that the last? I feel like there was, yeah, there was supposed to be one more boiler room, but they cancelled it because the Queen. Oh. Yeah. Um, okay. She died. I thought we was doing like a minute silence. But anyway, let me get myself together. Together. Anyway, I feel like. <laughs> wow. Where is this going? We've got a lot to catch up on in terms we of do. like. You man ain't heard us. And when I say man, I mean like everybody. But you man ain't heard us in a while, innit? Mm. So, I mean, welcome back, you know? Yeah. Oh. 
Should we get <laughs> onto like what we're supposed to be talking about? Okay. Is there anything else that you want to say? Um. Well, I think listening back to some of our old podcasts before we took an extended break, um, COVID was a thread that was kind of running through it all. And now it kind of feels like, ugh, well, we're out the other side because I applied to do the Chicago Marathon in 2000 and help me out, help me out. So this is what we're talking about, right? Yeah. Chicago Marathon. Chicago, baby. Okay, cool. You see, when you said Todd Edwards and thinking that he was from Chicago, I thought it would lead nicely into it, oh. but it doesn't because he's from New York. I'm so sorry. And we established that. Well, okay. Mm. If you want to do up, do up <coughs> connections, this is how we're going to do the connecting. Let's do it. So, Todd Edwards yeah. is from New York. Yeah. You went to New York in 2019 to complete the New York Marathon, which is yes. one of the world majors. Now, because of that, you only have two world majors left or three? Yes. Right? And, and one, one of, of those them is going to is... be a problem. Okay. That's not how, what I was going to say. <laughs> oh, sorry. But one of them. No, not two. Three then. What, three left? Or two plus Boston. Should we do that? As in like... I'm using the counting blocks. Oh my That's God. three. <laughs> right. So two plus Boston. One of those two plus Boston is Chicago. And that's oh, what we're going to be talking about today, yeah. guys. Yeah. Let's get into it. A little yes. slow. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So okay. Yeah. Right. Oh, you're asking me about Chicago. Aren't, aren't I fantastic? Well, I like what you did Can there. Can someone hire me? I would clap, but I've got the Bane mask on. I just want to put out a PSA right here, right now, because I feel like it's important to like <clears throat> say stuff out into the air because you don't know who's listening and you don't know like what frequencies can like pick up on and stuff and then transport whatever you want towards your direction. And mm -hmm. then you'd be like, oh my gosh. This was like made for me when you didn't even know it was made for you. Anyways, what I'm going to say is, is that <laughs> if there are any opportunities, guys, that you see me to be like, you know, great at. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> any, any qualities that I've displayed thus far on this podcast. Yeah. Or otherwise in our meetings, our crossovers, mm -hmm. you know, please send them my way. Send them my email or my Instagram. <laughs> Which is <laughs> at Vinnie Norell. Okay. Thanks so much. I appreciate it. And there concludes our broadcast break. Do -do -do -do. Click. Yeah. What film was that from? That was <gasps> from The Cable Guy. Yes. Classic. Anyways, we are <laughs> really, really, really not on track. I feel like... No. Maybe we've both had too much sugar. Can we get onto it? So now we're talking about Chicago. We're talking about Chicago. Yes. Continue. Okay. Back in the room. Back in the room. So... 19 minutes down. Oh, gosh. Wow. Okay. <laughs> and that's just the intro. Hello, everyone. <laughs> okay. So, yes. New York, 2019. I ran the New York Marathon amazing experience and shortly after I think the ballot was opened for Chicago so me with my drinking red wine self oh let's apply for that one don't know how I'm gonna pay for it or anything but you know we still Klarna. move <laughs> Klarna is your friend people but 
I didn't know about Klarna in them days. All right, can I just say something really quickly? <laughs> okay. Klarna. <laughs> Are we giving free big ups to Klarna? No, we're not actually, because Klarna's going to kill people. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay, no, no, they might sue me if they hear that. Okay. Um, cut. Cut. Um, You're looking for opportunities and you're like, you know, blocking your blessings from the get-go. Well, a certain... <laughs> What what are they called? Finance. Finance. Finance company. Something. Helping anyway. you pay for things in free instalments of £22. Basically. So like, <laughs> obviously, how does Klarna work again? Oh yeah. So you know like on ASOS, right? Where you go on and then it's an option to pay. But like, option to pay with Klarna. I mean. Mm-hmm. But like, you'll go on, say, another website and... You go to pay and there's no Klarna option. There is still a way that you can use Klarna to pay. And I only figured it out the other day when I had to book my flight for Chicago. Right. And it was literally like five weeks before we were due to go. And I literally had no money. And I was like, if I don't go, go this girl's going to shoot me because she won't have childcare. And then she won't be able to run this marathon. <laughs> and then I would have just like screwed all of her plans. Anyways, there's a way that you can do it. If you don't know the way to do it and you want me to tell you. (laughs) (laughs) So you've asked for a job. You're not giving free unsolicited advice. Well, that's why I'm like, if you want to know how to do it, DM me and I'll tell you. I thought I was doing something illegal, but it's not illegal because there is a way to do it. (laughs) But it's not illegal. (laughs) No, it's it's. I promise you, it's not illegal. And I've played off. I think I've got only hundred pounds or yeah. one hundred seventy pounds left on my Chicago flight. To well, they wouldn't off. have let you do it if it was illegal. So yeah, I've done. I've done the trip already, and I've come back, so it's fine. <laughs> like I did what I needed it's to do. Good. It's all good. Anyway, continue. I'm so sorry. That's okay. I think it's because I had that brownie with cream just now. Mm, it's yeah. done you in. It's sugar. Oh, yeah, sugar. Mm, okay. okay. <laughs> That's like me with the red wine. So basically... Yes, yes, the red wine. I had some red wine yes. and I thought, oh, the ballot for Chicago's open. And I'm kind of basking in the glow of running the New York Marathon. So I thought, let's do it. So I clicked the button, paid the money, and that was that. Then I heard back that I'd been successful. So I was like, oh my gosh. So as usual, the first person I called was Vinny to let her know. And then Corona decided to dance through all our plans in life. As you know, like it was just a nightmare for everybody. People, you know, losing their lives, losing jobs. And, you know, it was all awful. And the organisers of the Chicago Marathon called it off quite rightly. Um so the places could be deferred for a couple of years. Um, I could have done it last year because it was back on the running, but I just thought we weren't out of the woods enough with COVID to trust getting on a plane, you know. So just to interject there, yeah. so it was on last year. Yes, it was. Oh, it was, yeah. okay. But people didn't put down their money and people didn't know about Klarna, them days there. And also... As we found, mm. Chicago's are actually quite expensive. So yeah, it's expensive. Yeah, it would have made sense to just wait until this year. Yeah, I'm glad I did. Yeah. So yeah, I thought, okay, well, I'll see how it goes for 2001, and you know, but I'm not doing it. So 
I kind of put in my, because you had to go back in and say whether you're going to do it or not. Because I think you had it up to 2024 oh, to do okay. it on a deferred place. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So I was like, right, 2022, I'm doing it. So last year I put down for this year and it was like approved and everything was fine. So booked flights and everything and looping back to New York, just a quick story. Just a um, quick circle just, back. Yes, just a quick circle back. <laughs> I love that term. Everyone's saying it at work. So circling back. <laughs> I love it. I love business speak. Circling back. I love business speak when you're cussing them. Oh, <laughs> oh sorry. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay, that's a podcast. You know, cussing, oh, cussing nice. diplomatically. Oh, yes. So I meant to loop you into this email. Oh, but yeah. I didn't. Like that. Regards then. Okay. Full stop. Kind regards. No, drop the kind because mm. it ain't. Sincerely, not really. <laughs> oh, sincerely, not really. <laughs> I'm so silly. I'm sorry. <laughs> so looping back to 2019. So did the New York Marathon. Um, left my daughter with dad at home. And we arrived back at my place. Um, and just as I woke up and was get like getting out of the car, I saw my daughter and my husband going round the corner. So I jumped out of the car. I shouldn't have done it really. I should have kind of let her go to school. Yes. If it was me, I would have just left them. No, I would have but... left them and just gone to bed. Like nobody troubled me. I'm going to hide out. No. I still got another nine hours, six hours, where however long they're at school. That I can just sleep. That I can just no. eat. And no one can bother me. But that's just me. Yeah, you're, but... you're a nice person. But the thing is, I'd been away from my baby for a week. <laughs> and oh, I my felt baby. it. Yeah. Oh. I felt it. And basically... I ran up behind her and I screamed her name and her dad turned around and she turned around and the scream she made, like all the parents were like looking along the road, oh like, what's God. going on here? And I just grabbed her and I hugged her and I kissed her and I made a vow that day that whenever I would go away running, wherever it was, I would take her with me. One, because... I missed her so much and two because she's part of the reason why I run anyway and I want to kind of show her that you know whatever you want to do in life you can and all of that good stuff so I want her to be with me and to experience things and on top of that and um, I was speaking to my sister-in-law and she said to me look you taking her out of school she'll probably learn much more like being abroad in a new environment than sitting in a classroom. So I thought, yeah, too, right. So coming forward now from then till now, I book Chicago and I also book a flight for my daughter. So basically I took her out of school, which I thought a lot of my friends would be like, oh, naughty. But they, like my sister-in-law, they were all like, yeah, too, right. I mean, oh, she's your child. Yeah. And, but the thing is, School can fine you, you know. Well, the local authority can fine you and it's per parent, you know. So say if you're but that's, split up from your partner, that's they feisty. have to, yeah. Because what if one of you is in a hospital and that's the very reason why you got to take the child because there's nobody else to look after well, the child or take the child to school. Well, I had to fill out a form and there are special circumstances that they'll say, yeah, okay. 
and so far so good touch wood but I can't because I've got my Bane mask on um I haven't been fined but I'll probably get a letter drop Monday don't say that <laughs> I know I've spoken that. it into existence now, haven't I? Anyway, so yeah, the fine. But you know, if she went private school, that it would be fine. You can just take them whenever. Well, there's different rules for rich people, isn't there? Or people with money. But yeah, so I filled in the form and I told school, and they kind of looked down their nose at me, and I was like, "Well, look." This is my child. She's not doing any exams or anything like that. She's yeah, in she's, year five. She's yeah. nine, you know? It's not that disruptive, like, where she's got exams or anything. Exactly. Or she needs to do revision. And kind of moving forward from that point, like what my sister-in-law was saying, she learned so much because we went on a boat cruise and she could tell you what the tallest building in the world was at one point. She can tell you why the water levels have to go down for... Um, the boat to go through to um, Lake Michigan. She learned so much, like being with me in the kind of whole marathon setup as well. And, you know. She learned about marathon day. Yes. How you got to be walking, walking. Yeah, how you got to conduct yourself. How you got to conduct yourself. Yeah, she learned so much. She had so her own much. venture card, which is like your Oyster card. Exactly. How to use it, how to go home. I remember, I think actually... It was when we were coming back from the marathon. I said to her, "Right, look on the thing and tell us where we're going." Mm-hmm. I did. I did what I did to you. I did it to her. Yeah, because I was like, "It's not every day that you just must believe that someone will take you here, there, and everywhere. You must know where you're going." Because what it. if what if I had a headache and I couldn't read the map? You'd have to read the map for me. Well, exactly. So let's look on the map. Tell me, tell me where we're getting the brown line. And she said, we're getting the brown line to Kimbali. Hey. That's the right direction. <laughs> it's not called Kimbali, but we called it Kimbali. Kimbali, yeah. Um, yeah, she told us where we, where we should get off our art stair. And she told me. Mm. And it's just like, it's just a new experiences. And absolutely like experiences where you learn, like just even in general life mm-hmm. for like adults and stuff, the amount of stuff you learn once you've experienced something. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. Um, so I completely agree. I mean, I didn't have any qualms pulling her out of school, but, you know, they kind of looked at me funny in the office and stamped the letter and, oh, this has got to go to the headmaster. And I was like, okay, by the time he reads it, baby, we on the plane. We're gone already. We what are you going to do? Stop the flight. <laughs> exactly. You don't get out. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> office lady. So, just a hater, because you're not going on the plane. When well, was the last time you went on the plane, Oh, well, she just looked at me like, oh, well, I think I've got like a mark against my name now, but yes, anyhow. Yes, mark it and put another one. Yeah, Keep marking it, because I'm still going. It. Well, they don't know about the Jamaica trip yet, but um, oh, yeah. oh people are planning. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, yeah, I vow to always take her with me. And yeah, that was it. Off to Chicago we go. Okay, so training, in terms of like training leading up to Chicago, chat to us a little bit about that then. Oh, right. Okay, well, weeks one to eight went okay. I stuck to the plan. I was happy. I was progressing well. And then I get a letter through the door and I'm one of these people that, like, <laughs> when I get presents or letters, I rip it to shreds. Like, I don't go from the corners or anything. I'll just, like, go from the middle. <laughs> oh, my God. Just, like, rip everything to bits. So I rip open this letter and then I see, like, a 
that like crown court kind of thing and it said county court i said lord what have i what done did now you do? exactly yeah. what motor offenses have i committed oh, no. like oh red lights gone through or whatever speeding fine speeding fine and basically i get called up to do jury service so the timing wasn't good so basically this was my second round because the first time um, I said I couldn't do the jury service. And I think because of COVID and everything, there's a backlog of cases. So they said, well, you have a certain amount of time with each, within which to complete it. So they sent me the letter again to say when the date was confirmed. And it was confirmed for slap bang in the middle of my training and I thought yeah it's all fine I can do it but then doing jury service you have to basically listen because it's serious you know and I can't really talk too much about it but you have to listen you have to focus and at the end of each day I was just so tired and some mornings we had to be there like really early so my training was stuck for about two weeks. It was awful. I could only manage like the weekend, Sunday long run. And obviously that's not enough. And, you know, one thing I've learned from all the running that I've been doing is consistency is key. And I really fell off the training plan for those two weeks. Because um, I did think it was going to be fine. I thought, eh sitting in a room listening but it makes you so tired and it's so intense and the room was warm and I felt like I was going to sleep yeah I was just about to say like perfect conditions to sleep perfect I don't know if I could do sleep. it because uh-uh, the way I've been feeling these days is just I sit down and then all of a sudden it's like <laughs> another time that I just didn't think it was gonna be a well, whole like five thing. hours later yeah because like Sometimes, you know, when you're falling asleep and you blink and you think, literally, I've just closed my eyes for a couple of seconds, Uh -uh, but you've been out for half an hour. Do you know what I mean? (laughs) So I said to um, one of the other jurors that I like made friends with, if you see my head go down, nudge me really hard. Like, I won't be offended if you really like, you know, nudge me one good in the side because I feel like I'm going to like clap out at any minute. So I did manage to focus and keep my eyes open. But at the end of each day, I was just so tired. And my daughter was staying with my mum. So I had to make the effort to come up to my mum's like every other night to see her because she doesn't like the video call. You know, she likes to see people in person. So it was a lot for me. And then, you know, we had a party for her and it was her you know, birthday and it was, it was a lot. So the training plan went south. Um, But as I've done marathons before, I thought, you know, I've come across obstacles in the past and I've managed to overcome them and, you know, perform on the day, not as well as maybe I'd wanted to, but, you know, you pull it together. So that was the backdrop of training. Um, The rest of the time was just kind of jumping back on a plan and, you know, just, getting to the end of it really I kind of lost momentum at several parts and then you know some old niggly bits that were an issue kind of cropped up but you know I basically just did my best and then 
counting down to the last two weeks, you know, you taper and then, you know, it's kind of, for some people it's blessed relief, you know, I'm in that camp and other people really miss the high mileages, but I was just miss done. What? Yeah, because when a lot of people... Child, let me tell you, <laughs> sorry to even just interject. <laughs> Please do. Like, my friend training is hard. It's hard. Miss them long... 26 miles is long, you know. It's long. And you'll probably... Some people, they, they might have that distance, like, once in, in their training plan. Or they'll get as close to it as possible. Yeah, about 22, 23 for I'm most gonna people. Be, I'm going to be really, 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 really real with you, man. And when I say man, I mean everybody. <laughs> and translate everybody. <laughs> and translation, everybody. <laughs> in both marathons... The most I ran was 16 miles and I was like, bun this, I'm not. Stop it. <laughs> yeah. Are you serious? I'm, I'm being so serious. <gasps> I never knew that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm a fraudster, guys. I'm a fraudster. No, no, I'm no, no. I'm a runner. No, 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 that doesn't, Never, no. never. I am no fraudster. But let me tell you, it just got to a point where I was just like, bun this. Like, bun this. It's so whatever, hard. whatever happens on the day happens. happens on the but day. I'm a fight. I'm a fight. Mm. And that's where I really found my fight. And that's why I'm like, I say to everybody, like, I feel like everyone should run um, at least one marathon in their lifetime. Because you just go through so many things that, like, just reveal so many, like, bits to you. Mm. It's that you, you probably, there. yeah, you probably didn't know existed. Or maybe you did but you didn't know to what capacity and I experienced that on both marathons and that's why I feel like half marathons are my distance because I know I can commit to that and I know I can commit to that fully mm. and if I can't commit to that I know that absolutely it'll be a push but I don't think it will like push me over the edge yeah you can work it out you can work it out but with marathon training it takes so much in like to do it to the T, to do it to the letter, to really follow the training plan like mm. diligently and how it's been designed for you or however you want to do it. Like it takes so much effort and it takes so much dedication yeah. to be able to wake up early, to be able to fit all the training in around what you're doing, to be able to make sure you're eating right, like mm -hmm. sleeping right, because all of that comes into play too. So then put on top a full-time job. So then put on top mm -hmm. family life. Mm -hmm. So then put on top looking after a kid. Like it's not easy. No. It's not easy at all. It's not. So like... Again, when people say they do marathons and stuff and like the first thing they want to jump on you for is like, how long did you do it in? But like, don't ask me my time. Don't <laughs> ask me my time. True. Let me tell you, I just crossed 26.2 miles on foot and you're worried about time. Yeah. Blood, my body did something amazing today. Just congratulate me and keep it moving because I know you ain't done no marathon. Mm -hmm. Anyways, let me not even chat. Yeah. <laughs> the rage. The rage. No, but it's true though because people kind of focus on that. It's like, I think there was, there's a picture of an iceberg I saw on Instagram or somewhere. And it's like, obviously the big iceberg, the bit above the water that you see, but then there's kind of like a mirror image of the iceberg underneath. And it's all the work that you put in that nobody no one sees. You know, the getting up early, the church of the long run on a Sunday, you know, missing out on certain events because you have to train the next day. Limiting you know. your alcohol intake because, you know, you don't want to be like dehydrated and rubbish well, with a sore head the next day. Well, I didn't subscribe to that and I <laughs> suffered at some point. But, you know, we live and we learn. 
sometimes but it is a big commitment and yeah it didn't go to plan but you know what you have to find a way on the day and as you well always as, do yeah, as well which is like do. the amazing thing about also marathon running yeah. is like just so like ah uh, it's so amazing it is I mean I, I ain't run a marathon since it. 2017 <laughs> or whatever but it is amazing yeah <laughs> so I mean yeah the training wasn't the best but then dun dun dun, 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 dun. so the week before no I'd say about nine days before we're due to fly, my daughter comes home and she says, oh, mommy, my throat's hurting. <laughs> so I'm Coronavirus. like... Coronavirus. Mm. <laughs> Coronavirus. <Okay>. <laughs> and she's very good at explaining things and how she's feeling. I love that about her. So it kind of makes my job easy. So I said, tell mommy how it feels. Is it a scratchy feeling? Is it a sore feeling? And she said, mommy, it feels like there's glass or something scratching in my throat. So Google is not your friend at times. So I just thought, you know, come on, use your your mummy spidey senses. So I said, open your mouth, let mummy have a look. So I had a look and her tonsils had the telltale signs of, you know, the white sort of bits on it, spots. Yeah, I know. So basically she had tonsillitis. So treated her at home and she was all fine. But then my throat starts hurting and I'm like, oh my God. no, 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 Mm-mm. no, sir. <laughs> no, ma'am. <laughs> so I'm trying to look down my throat and I was very unsuccessful at that. But basically you couldn't see, you couldn't open your mouth big enough. Well, I had to like, be strategic with the mirror. I had to move, angle the mirror, then lift my head and move it back. I look. You didn't like, put. You didn't put your phone torch on and say shine it in your mouth. See, a sensible person would do that, but I was just trying to contort. Do you know my what body. it is? I've had something like too many times that I know what to do. Well, that's the thing because I phoned you and I was like, oh, my throat, <laughs> and you were like, right, okay. Here's what you do, yeah? Go get a pen. Write this down. <laughs> it was all like cloak and dagger. You go in there, yeah? And you say you want chloroceptamine or something like that. And you want this <laughs> and you want that lozenge. And don't buy that one because that one's just sweet and it ain't got no, you know, kick to it. And what's going to happen is your throat's going to go numb and you can't taste your food and blah, blah. And I was like, <laughs> right, okay. So let me just write this down. So off I go to the chemist and I'm like, Okay, can I have this stuff? Like it was some kind of like, you know, stuff that they've some got. illegal substance. Yeah. <laughs> like it's underneath the counter, you know, way at the back. So like I go in there and I'm like, hi, have you got any blah, 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 And they're blah, like, blah. what's the password? And then they look around and then they, they call you yeah. to the back room. And she's like, come, c- come. <laughs> <laughs> and then she's like, all right, take it to the till, yeah? And just tell her to put in code seven or whatever. It was, you know... <laughs> I was moving shady because, you know, I didn't want anything, anyone to think I had COVID, which I didn't. I just had like, 
isn't it funny now these <laughs> days where the moment you get sick, you're like, yeah, oh my you're God, like, is it COVID? Oh, is it or COVID? you're like, you don't want to go, like, you know it's not COVID, you've tested, whatever. Yeah. But you don't want to go to a certain space because if you cough, yeah, people just be looking at you like, blood, you better go home with your COVID Basically, self. and people be looking at you like you're wild. <laughs> I was so scared so I like went to the pharmacist and like whispered to her and she got it out and stuff and I just quickly paid the money tapped my little card and off I went to spray up my mouth (laughs) so it was awful like I think I said at one point it felt like you know when you buy like um a grater, like from Ikea or other shops are available other shops are available yes Mm -hmm. and it's like you know the really really fine one that is for carrots that's what i felt was scraping the inside of my throat it was absolutely awful and that stayed i think we flew out on the thursday and that stayed and i was on the plane i was like oh my god i don't feel well i don't feel well and then the lovely air host air host air hostess man comes along and he was like would you like a drink? And I was like, yes, everything hurt at this point. But me with my greedy self saw the red wine and I was like, oh yeah, can I have a red wine, please? <laughs> when I tell you the feeling of that red wine going down my scratchy, scratchy, dirty throat. Oh God. <laughs> All the pain. <laughs> the, the pain. pain. I literally, literally... <laughs> When I swallowed, I had to like shrug my shoulders up to kind of, (laughs) it was awful to the point where I took two sips. And then when the lady was coming around to collect the rubbish, I had to give it back to her and I was angry. (laughs) Cause I wanted to drink it. So was it in it, did she pour it out or did she give you the bottle with a cup? Um, well, the original guy gave me um, a cup, but he, you know, he was a good boy. He filled it right to the top. But why would you not just keep it until for the entire flight? Why did you give it away? Yeah, because it was the burning. No, man, you fight that burn. You got a whole eight hours to fight that burn. I tried. Oh, I God. tried. But when I tell you, like I said, the cheese grate, the, not even the cheese grater, the fine grater for carrots yeah. was scratching. Oh, no. Like if you've got like an open wound and like, oh, I don't know, you get bleach on it or some kind of <laughs> other cleaning product. Other cleaning products available. And the stinging and the, the burning. The stinging, the burning. <laughs> yeah. So I had to give up my red wine. Oh, I'm so sorry about that. Oh, thank you. It's okay. It was a travesty. This um, kind of reminds <laughs> me actually of, um, I don't know if you remember, mm. but this is going back a few years now when I went to... Um, run Amsterdam half oh, and like the yes. week leading up oh my god it was an entire mess <laughs> I thought I was yeah. gonna die I was I thought I was gonna pass out like everything was hurting me my throat was hurting me mm-hmm. and then I don't know who suggested it but someone was like oh you need to go and get this this thing this herb something um I was gonna say What's ashwagandha it? it's not ashwagandha what echinacea echinacea ashwagandha yeah <laughs> Okay, echinacea. Yeah, they were like, oh yeah, you got to get this echinacea thing, yeah. Mm. And then you got to do it in the drops of water and then you got to add this and then you got to mix it and then you got to, like back it and all this stuff. And I was just like, okay, doing up echinacea. I don't even know what echinacea is. The thing tastes like mud. It was disgusting. <laughs> but did anyway, it work? I mean, I don't really know if it worked. I mean, I, I got to run. Mm. 
but yeah, I, I just remember feeling like, how am I supposed to run when <laughs> everything hurts? Like my throat's hurting. How am I supposed to breathe? You then yeah. breathe through your mouth because your nose is blocked and then everything gets dry. You get crusty mouth Your mouth side. gets dry. Your mouth is dry. Your Do you throat know is what? already dry. Everything is dry. Sorry, you talking about um being sick and like not remembering um, whether it worked or not, I just kind of had a flashback to like, do you remember when we were kids and like we had a cold and your mum put Vicks, your mum, our mum, <laughs> your mum, <laughs> our mum put Vicks all over us and it's kind of like, did the Vicks make us better or sorry, menthol, whatever it is, did that make it be- better or was it the fact that it was so mentally that like, it, it just knocked, knocked you out? <laughs> you out and made you go to sleep and then when you woke up you were like oh, I think I can go to school today <laughs> sorry oh I just kind of had that thought where you said you know you're not sure if the echinacea worked so yeah maybe it just like knocked you out maybe. and then you're like oh yeah so yeah mm. so you are <laughs> sick I'm basically. on the plane you're I'm on the plane sick. you're sick and then I kind of develop some back strain. Oh my god! <laughs> and I'm sitting in the like in a plane, and I'm just like, "This has gone horribly wrong. Like something else is going to go terribly wrong. Like I've not done my ESA ESA thing properly, and I'm going to get kicked out of America. Or oh like god. something's going to happen. Like because leading up to races, everything for me." is normally calm it's fine I've got all my ducks in a row everything's cool but literally the last sort of couple of days before the race it was like everything that could go wrong did go was wrong. Going wrong yeah yeah so I'm sitting on this plane with my broken up throat and my <laughs> broken up back and I'm just like <laughs> and my daughter's next to me enjoying the in-flight movie because she's all better and I'm like why why Vinny, why <laughs> and that's the thing because Vinny and I um flew out on different um at different times because someone found a deal when someone did the thing that we spoke about earlier <laughs> <laughs> so um yeah so we get to America and we wait for her because I think you're about an hour behind us also I was like two hours behind yeah okay see like time just slipped away an hour two hours (laughs) I was in pain so um (laughs) we get to the hotel beautiful hotel lovely and um yeah just get myself together and we do a little kind of sightseeing tour so yes I just want to say like Mm. chat to us about Chicago in gen, like aside from the marathon, how do you find it? Chicago is beautiful. It's a really beautiful city. It's clean. Um, The people were so friendly and lovely. The food. The food. Um, The deep dish pizza. You know what? (laughs) I don't want to say every other pizza is trash but every other pizza is trash yeah (laughs) people need to go to chicago and learn how to make this like the base was not soggy and i'm not a great fan of tomato at the best of times but it was cooked yeah that tomato sauce like i whenever i get pizza Mm. in 
well, anywhere, well, the UK, let's just say. Mm -hmm. I always ask for a barbecue base because I don't like the tomato base. You can tell it is not It's just not, it's not it. It's not giving. It's just not it. But that tomato thing, like I had, I got um, garlic cheesy bread, which Mm. was just like fantastic. I wanted to snatch it from her. And it came with like that marinara sauce, which is like the the tomato sauce. Mm. Like when they give me this tomato sauce, well, like I'm going to dip my thing in the tomato sauce. (laughs) Anyway. Anyway, I dipped the thing in the tomato sauce and oh my God, the tomato sauce was just like amazing. It was so good. The food like, envy so I had. <laughs> and she was like, do you want some? And I was like, no. But and you I know did. when you're, you're secretly hoping that like when you offer someone food, they say no. And yes. she said, no, I was like, good. It wouldn't be tough now anyways. <laughs> have some of my tea. I don't yeah. think so. You were like, do you want some? I was like, No. <laughs> Did want some. <laughs> I'm like, let me just call with my root beer. Oh, lovely. lovely. Everywhere I went, can I have a root beer, root please? Beer, oh, beer. gorgeous. But listen, that deep dish pizza. Oh, my goodness. It was so nice. It was. <laughs> Everybody needs to go to Chicago and learn. Oh, my God. That's all I have to say. Like, I could imagine some Italian grandma making up that sauce. It was so <laughs> nice. So we got we got the food. So that's a, a big check. Like, yes. what else did you enjoy about Chicago? Oh. Like, aside from the marathon, which we'll get onto in, into a sec. Well, a lot of people said, "Oh, um, I like it better than New York." Or, "What do you think of it?" Because you know, it's like New York, but mm-hmm, this one's my favorite. That one's my favorite. And having been to both. They're both beautiful in their own ways. Like New York's kind of like gritty and you just see, you know, everything going on there. Chicago's very clean. Um, I would say it's kind of like New York with a wash almost. Um, The streets are like big and wide and they've got, you know, the big beautiful shops. The parks are well kept and beautiful. And this is all in the city. Like I can't speak for like the burbs and you know, out of town, like when we were in New York, we stayed in the burbs, but nobody oh, knows where we stayed anyway. Let's not even talk village. about that because I, that will forever New Yorkers didn't even me. know where it was and it was in New York. <laughs> <laughs> that will forever traumatise me. I think like, in terms of like comparing the two, mm. there's like, there's no comparing them really because they're, they're both their own like city and they're both their own vibe. Yeah. Um, I do agree with, with you saying that it's New York with a wash. Um, the only thing that I can say is that, or why I preferred New York, I guess, because like we went out, out a little more. So yeah, like we saw yeah. it. And when I say it, I mean like being in the city, like um, at different times of day, like so at the night, in the night and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then also like we had like a lot more, I guess activities like be it around running yeah. and to do with running. There was a lot um, going on. There was yeah, that was just a bit different. Like I feel like we were we were we just had the opportunity to do more things when we were in New York. Yeah, I think so. Um whereas this time round, like there wasn't um I'm not gonna say there wasn't as much. Maybe I just wasn't really as connected with like stuff that was going on on the ground and stuff the way I was in New York. So that mm. kind of like maybe affected our experience there however it wasn't like a negative effect it was just different yeah it was just different and 
because I think in New York you had a lot of friends and there was like other runners and stuff that you'd actually linked up with before but um yeah not so in Chicago but you know what that doesn't kind of take away from the experience it's just that we didn't really go out in the evening as such and especially like having them with us as well um we didn't get to go like out out in the evening but yeah it's beautiful place beautiful place i the only thing that i would say um which people did mention to me Mm. um about chicago is that um in terms of like eating out and stuff Mm -hmm. um which we had to do um just because of like the hotel hotel setup um it's quite expensive Mm. um excuse me excuse me Mm. why am i paying eight pounds for one basic i mean i say basic i love the mcgriddle but (laughs) (laughs) one basic mcdonald's breakfast so hold on for our uk audience (laughs) explain what the mcgriddle is because we don't have that here okay so like whenever i'm in america i always like if i have to get breakfast on a quick thing obviously we know the deal it's a mcdonald's thing yeah but (laughs) (laughs) a mcgriddle so they only have it in America, I believe, because I can only get it in America. Mm-hmm. Um, is basically if you imagine like a sausage egg cheese McMuffin, yeah. Mm-hmm. Obviously, to encompass your sausage egg and your cheese, you have the muffin, yeah, at the top of the bottom. Instead of <laughs> the muffin at the top and the bottom, the McGriddle has basically it's like a pancake at the top and the bottom, Mm-mm. but it's like a pancake. That's like, I guess, soaked in like a syrup. So it's sweet. Cholesterol. Yeah, cholesterol, diabetes, diabetes, heart attack, you know, all them things there, all in the thing. Yeah, all the clogged arteries, but we are living like it's nice. (laughs) So yeah, you get that, you get the hash brown, you get your drink. Oh my God. So the first one, when I went to the um, shakeout run in Mm -hmm, the morning, mm -hmm. went to a shakeout run. and I was like, okay, let me just get the McDonald's breakfast, whatever. And I was like, let me get, what did I get? What did I get? For the drink, I got like, it was like a caramel latte or something like this. Mm-hmm. This caramel latte. When I tell you this caramel latte was like a sugar latte. It was syrup. Just, it was just sweetness, sweetness in liquid form. It was wow. so sweet i said yo this is why this nation over here high fructose corn syrup <laughs> literally like you just drinking the corn syrup straight from the thing like wow. it was it was really really bad it was really bad but good no i couldn't oh, really? even no i couldn't <gasps> i couldn't finish it oh wow and you know me i don't like to waste food i don't like to waste drink i you couldn't finish, finish it. it i didn't finish it no Whoa. no um but yeah that's i guess that's how i like take on Chicago, mm, right? Yeah. Um. So that that done, let's talk about the race, the course. Well, where okay. shall we begin? I'll throw it over to you. Obviously, this is your time now to like take us through your journey. Okay, my journey. Your journey. Right. <laughs> like, oh my god. Well, oh my god. <laughs> so basically, at this point, so we've got to Sunday now, and the race is on, and. Where we're staying is, I don't know, how far would you say from uh, Millennium Park? Do you know what? Millennium Park wasn't that far. It's just that, like, the journey to get there Mm. is, like, higgledy-piggledy. 
Do you know yeah, what I mean? The train, yeah. Um. So mm, I'd say, I'd say it's about on the train and like with the bus and stuff about a 40 minute journey okay half an hour 40 minutes but the thing is you've got to time it really well because their bus services is a little bit Mm -hmm. rubbish i'm not even gonna lie yeah um if you miss one you're screwed what could be like a half an hour journey will turn into like a 55 minute journey do you know what i mean yeah so you had to really time the bus so yes continue okay so basically i was a bit worried about breakfast because obviously with a really, really early start. It's like, what am I going to do? So they had this um, really posh um, store that was kind of like, um, I don't know, not, I guess they would call it like Trader Joe's or um, what's the other one? Um, is it like a is like a Whole Foods? Like almost like an American version one. of a Whole Foods, I think. That's the one I'm looking yeah. for. So I go in there now. And I'm like, oh, what shall I get for breakfast? And I get some kind of overnight oats or something. Something that I've completely avoided because I never liked the look of it. Was it nice? It was okay. But for nearly $5, uh-uh. they could have made the pot a little bit bigger. And you know, when you go to the till, that's when they add up the tax or whatever ta- on top of it. Yeah, this is what, this is Six one thing. Let me talk about it. Let's Six just talk dollars. about it really quickly. Ugh. Why are you not including? Why don't you just tell me when I look on the side where I'm picking up the ting from? Tell me how much it tell is. Tell me how much it is there. Don't come in and embarrass me when I take the ting to the till, yeah? yeah. And there's me taking out $5 because I think it's $5. No. Next minute you're telling me it's $8. Why is it $8 for? Don't exactly. make me have to argue with the clerk because when I saw it on the thing, yeah, you know in London, yeah, mm. where you see the thing, you picked it up and it says that the thing is like five pounds and then you take it to the till and then it's seven pounds and then you're like to the woman at the till no because excuse me excuse me excuse me (laughs) no where i picked it up from on the shelf it said five pounds yeah and then you you walk with them back because they don't believe you and then they see it and they're like oh god take it off now Uh, here's the five pounds someone put it back in wrong place place. that's not my business (laughs) that's not my business you can't be doing that in america because that's how they run their thing but it's just like yeah that's not what i saw on the thing six dollars for some crusty overnight oats overnight I mean, oats what is the deal with that overnight oats I, I see people having know. overnight oats and I feel like I don't know maybe in my industry I'm like oh why haven't I tried overnight oats yet but for me it's like it's oats and it's cold why would I want it exactly but I'm thinking of like my breakfast options are limited so let me just try these overnight dusty oats some dead out oats <laughs> dusty dead out oats from overnight from overnight with a bit of chocolate on it but you know what it did the trick so basically because our corral closed at i think it was like 8 35 something like that they were saying that we needed to be there from like half past six so i was just kind of like oh, oh. so early so very early yeah so i had to leave the hotel after five about 5.30, quarter to six-ish, and it's pitch black outside. So I walk downstairs through the foyer, come outside, I see two other people with marathon bags. So I thought, cool, they're getting the bus. Oh, yeah. No. Oh. They had Ubers, babes. <laughs> now, I'd already checked out. 
okay, because you know there's always road closures and stuff. So I'm like, all right, cool. Let's get an Uber to a certain point and then see if we can make a move from see, there. See, that's what I was thinking you was going to do. In my head, I was thinking, all right, your quickest bet mm-hmm. is to grab an Uber to um the L train. Right. Um, L train. Did you know that means elevated train? Did you realise? No, I didn't. Okay, because remember, like, most of the time you were, like, overground, up. like, up, yeah. like, elevated. Yeah, yeah. So it's, like, elevated. Right? Yeah. All right. Cool. So I thought you were going to get the L- get the Uber or get an Uber to the L train just to speed in or hasten your journey just slightly. Wow. And then once you're on the L train, boom, like, you're there quick. Well, that's the thing, because I checked it out. Because obviously, like, road closures and everything, $43 for, like, a 10-minute... I said, no, no. It's all right. Let me go outside in the dark and stand on Dharma Street and go to Fuller... Or is it Dama? Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Jeffrey Dama. D-A... No, it was Damon. D-A-M-E-R. No, it was Damon. But I, I hear oh. you in the Dharma. Okay. Yes, yeah, so I had to stand out there in the dark. Oh, no. And those two, yeah, those two people. So I thought, cool, they're getting a bus as well. Hmm. No, their Uber pulled up and off they went. So I thought, oh, fine. Oh, my God. Sorry to just <laughs> jump in. And I know we've been like running off on a tangent mm-hmm. since we begun recording. Go on. But can I just say something? Yeah. Okay, no, it's only because you mes- mentioned um, Dharma Street, but it's not Dharma Street, it's Damon. Oh. But anyway, because you said Dharma Street, yeah, it reminded me of like Jeffrey Dharma. Oh. And the reason why I was Cannibal like, oh, killer. Yeah, but the reason why, it's not even him. So have you watched the Netflix thing? No, I haven't. But I was, oh, I can't remember how I, old I was when the real life thing was happening, but I remember it I was followed it quite closely and it was awful. All right. So in the Netflix thing, yeah, mm. there is, um, obviously they show the horrible things that he did, but there's a scene where they show another serial killer at the time and his name was John Wayne Gacy. The clown. The clown one. Oh, right. No. Okay. So let's chat about John Wayne Gacy really, really quickly. And the only reason why I want to chat <laughs> about marathons John... to John Wayne Gacy. Wow. I know. The leap. I know. I know. I know. I know. But listen, <laughs> listen, the only reason why I'm mentioning this and mm-hmm. it popped up in my head was because John Wayne Gacy was from Illinois, obviously. <gasps> Chicago is like a city within Illinois, yeah. Or is Illinois in Chicago? Is it Chicago? It's Chicago, Illinois. Illinois. So it it would be like London, England. Do you get it? Yeah. Right? So... Croydon. Sorry. Something like this. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. All right. So the police department, yeah, Mm -hmm. that I think was like part of the case that was like in convicting John Wayne Gacy, right? Mm-hmm. It's called Des Plaines or something like this. That police department is like so close to the airport. Like it's literally okay. just like above. Okay. Right, that's number one. Number two, one of Mr. Gacy, I don't know why I called him Mr. Gacy, he's Ugh. a horrible man. One of this Gacy man's victims, yeah? Mm-hmm. You never guess, right? Don't. Oh my God, I'm not even joking. No. So basically this victim managed to get away 
he woke up with his clothes all mashed up to the side, whatever, oh, no. in Linkin Park. No, Linkin Park. no, Linkin Park. Linkin Park. <gasps> Park yeah, is literally like just down the road from where we just were staying. Down I'm not the even road. joking. I'm not even joking. Near the bus stop where I was standing at five thirty in the morning I to mean, go race. Not that bus stop. Because you were yeah, going close. You were you were going in the direction of Damon. So it would have been in the other direction. But still it's on the strip, isn't it? It's it's not it's that like far. So not far. I think that's why I was like, oh my god. Walking distance. Walking distance. Anyway, should we bring it should we rein it in? Oh, I don't should think we, I can ten- continue should now. We, should, we go, but should we get back on track? Feeling a bit stressed. Oh my god. I know I have a thing about like serial killers at the moment. Not that I'm trying to be one, but like I just find (laughs) Oh right. (laughs) No, but I just find like it's intriguing. Yeah, it's it's intriguing Mm. and also like getting into the psychology of like That's what it is for me actually. I think, you know. Quite fascinating. Oh, gosh. Well, I'm glad you're telling me this now and not like the yeah. <laughs> before the race because it was pitch black. Oh, and God. I'm out there on the street. I'm the only person out there and like cars are whizzing past and the bus stop is pretty close to the lights. So people are like pulling up at the lights and like looking at me oh and I'm God. like questioning my life choices at this point. Like maybe I should have paid the $43 like for my safety, but you know dawn comes really really quickly but you know minutes feel like not hours but it feels like a long time when you're kind of standing there and you're a little bit insecure yeah so the bus comes along thankfully and it's rammed it's like a uk night bus from leicester square oh party bus yeah party bus literally the last seat that was available was the one i sat in and people like at other stops had to stand up like the bus was rammed. So when I get to the station now or the elevator train. Oh my God. Then I see all the runners and I'm like, okay. yeah, oh. cool. I'm on the right so track. It's like, yeah, a little bit of a sigh of relief. Like, oh, okay, I'm going in the right direction. Yes. And you sometimes because you, you didn't have me so i can i can yeah because um you know my data plan and oh, um, let's not even speak about that well i didn't get to listen i'm sorry but oh. i didn't get to sort out my data plan before we left and it was a mess and like literally when mm-hmm. i got to the airport like when i touched down in chicago it was like welcome to america your calls will be two pound fifty blah 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 oh, you can't use Jesus. your uk allowance and literally most people WhatsApp me, but then I was getting all these texts, like on the regular one, and they were like, you've now reached 50 pounds. And uh-huh. I was like, no. Uh-huh. So basically, I had to turn off my data plan so I didn't have any maps. Like, I was just out here, like, feeling like I'd gone commando, like, completely <laughs> naked, no map, no nothing. <laughs> so literally, you pick a person and you just kind of follow them or follow the crowd. Um, so I had an orange bib and my corral was N. So for Natalie, for Natalie, ah, ah, lovely. lovely, just for me, just, just for me, yes, yeah, special. special. So I saw another lady with an orange bib and she was talking to someone on the phone and she had an American accent. So I was like, cool, she know where she's going. So I'm following her. So literally I just told this woman and basically the whole crowd was going in the same direction and then people split off to the corrals. Um, the portaloos, you know, they're nasty at every race. Oh my so, gosh. you know, you just, 
close your eyes, squat and do your business. You didn't get wishy, she wee. No, but I need to get one because, uh-huh. you know, squatting over them things, I mean, you know. <laughs> oh, God. Horrible. And why people always choose to, like, empty their bowels in there? Listen, do, do it, it empty your, Yeah, empty your bowels Do it in the apartment. Like, you can't even wipe your bum properly because it's all dark in there. Listen. You want to be emptying bowels out in the thing. And then the thing is, yeah, like the hand sanitizer is outside, so you're all touching up the do door you know latch saying? thing, coming out, or and you want to <laughs> hold the door open for me as well. Oh, here you go. Oh, thanks. And like, oh, God. Oh, no. So you get used to that. So you just hold your nose, squat and do your business and come out and clean your hands and everything. So yeah, bag drop off was brilliant. It wasn't packed at all. It was well managed. So I dropped my stuff off, went back to my, well, tried to get to my corral, but they had security officers there with the things at the airport, like scanning everything, scanning. Oh. Yeah. So got like a full body scan with like the machine thing. Then they let you through. So got through, went into my corral and the weather had been changeable. Like the week before it was like, oh yeah, bright sunshine, nice and warm. Uh-uh. The day we landed in Chicago, it was like torrential rain. And then the day of the race now on the Sunday, absolutely freezing. Like one woman I met sort of standing in the corral, she was from uh, LA and she was like, oh my God, I'm so cold. Like (laughs) I was training in, I don't know, whatever degree, massively hot, like the days we had um, here in the summer, heat. And she was just like, I am not loose to this at all. She was wearing leggings, tracksuit bottoms, a hoodie. She Mm-mm. had a hat and her husband was pretty much decked out the same. And the mistake they made was that they sat down and I was like, I can't sit. Because we were talking and I was like, I can't sit with you because if I sit down, game over. I'm not going to get no medal. I'm not going to do no Mm-mm. marathon because I'm going to seize up. So they was playing music as they normally do at races. So I literally was just dancing to keep warm. <laughs> but the music was all right though so you know it was okay um so they closed the corrals and then at about 10 to 9 I think we start running and the course is flat and fast um I didn't have any problems and I kept up with the 545 group and because it's known to be flat and fast I thought right okay I'm gonna make good time Training wasn't great. I was sick leading up to the race. But you know what? Let's try and do a thing here. So I'm going along at a reasonable pace, sticking with a 545 group. And at one point, I get ahead of myself and ahead of them. Check me out. So, yeah, the plan was because Vinny is very meticulous for planning. And I think being a runner helps as well. So she knew where to position herself to see me so she decided in military styly i'm going to meet you at mile 10 and mile 20 be there oh my god i mean i didn't say it like that i was just like you know this is where i'm gonna be so just like expect us in it yeah but you know them films you know all like um independence day where someone's got a big screen up and they're plotting all this stuff or they've got like a massive map and then all this stuff comes up. That's Vinny when yeah, she's planning. I'm very okay. much a planner. And it's like... Yeah. The thing is, right... <laughs> all that's missing <laughs> is the military uniform. I'm telling you. I know. But the thing is, it's like, when you're doing something like this, 
Like it means a lot when you see like your people. Yes, and this is the does. reason why I'm not even gonna lie, yeah. Uh-oh, I will never go. I will never I will never forgive you. For I will never you. let you lot live down the fact that my first race, none of y'all. We came tried to, to get you didn't there. try nothing. You didn't try nothing, yeah. Guys, no, I thought she was nobody guys, came. Guys. No, nobody came. Listen everyone, no, we tried. Nobody We tried. No, Body, we no body came. We tried. No, nobody came. Nobody came. Nobody came except okay. for my beloved husband, who is now my husband, yeah. who at the time was like my friend, and his. We cousin. tried. <laughs> we did try. We tried. Uh-uh. Let me tell you, yeah. There's nothing like when you're doing something like this and then you see like your person, Mm -hmm. like it just makes such a difference. So like in knowing what that feels like, yeah, you want to make sure that like you're there for your person that you've come to see and support Mm -hmm. because you know that when they see you, like it's literally going to give them their second wind. It's going to lift them. Yeah. I don't know what emotions it will fill them with at the time because everybody's different, but whatever it is, it's going to make them want to do more. It's going to make them want to finish. It's going to make them want to keep going. So I wanted to make sure that Nat was aware of like where we were going to be, the positioning, like not to worry about like all of that stuff. Because also like when you're running and you tell people and they're like, yeah, yeah, I'm going to come and watch. And then you're like, yeah, well, I'm running 26 miles. Where are you going to be? Yeah. I can't spend my entire time With whilst your eyes I'm running. On like, do you yeah. know what I mean? Especially when you're, you start getting in your head, when you start getting tired, when things start getting tough. Like, you ain't got time to be looking around for people. No, it's true. And so, I know that now. So that feeling you had when we couldn't get to your race. Didn't come. Uh, it was a choice. Never going to live this down. You decided? No, the weather decided. Uh, there's umbrellas, there's waterproof. You can even buy the one pound something, poncho something that you can fling yeah. on. But you know what? It's a life lesson because I know that now. And you positioned yourself just at the right times where I needed that lift. And yeah, that's like a word out to anybody out there. If it's your work colleague that you're not even too sure about or they're doing a little thing for charity mm-hmm. or they're just doing like a five cap, I say just doing a 5k it's not just a 5k but you know if they're trying a little thing please go and support go and them support them like please it means do. so much like it really it does. does because like when you see your people or people that actually know you it just kind of gives you like you know that sonic boost where you get the like boost and you get all the rings <laughs> I mean you're not really gonna run like that but it lifts you, it lifts your spirit, it makes you feel better and it gives you that extra push that you that need. extra push. So yeah, I planned yeah. it. Like, okay, so obviously we knew you left. We didn't get to say goodbye or anything because mm. you left so early. Yeah. But we woke up, we put the TV on. Could have got stolen and, you know, done over by a serial killer. But oh my yeah. God. Well, I wouldn't know because you wouldn't have your data on, so I wouldn't be able to track <laughs> you anyway. Yeah. Moving on. Yeah. We turned the TV on and we saw when your your um 
Corral started, your group started. Right. And that bit was on TV. Yeah, so I was like, oh, oh. I said to them, oh, look, this is your mum's group now, because I timed it. I was like, oh, this is your mum's group now. Let's see if we can um, see her run past the cameras. Because mm-hmm. she was like, oh, do you remember that time when you did the Marvin? And then I saw Kung Fu Panda. And then I was like, oh, look, there's Auntie Yeah, because I was on the TV. <laughs> Basically, I happened to be in a prime position Perfect. where um, they put the cameras on Tower Bridge when you did London Marathon. Mm-hmm. So you see all the runners running over Tower Bridge. And I just happened to be there next to Kung Fu Panda. <laughs> Um, <laughs> so yeah, so I was like, oh, let's try and see if we um, see your mum. We didn't see you. But that for fast, me, babes. I was too fast. fast. No, I wasn't. Um, so that was kind of like, you setting off was kind of like our countdown to like get ready, mm-hmm. get breakfast and then travel to mile 10, which wasn't that far away from us. It was like also in the direction of Lincoln Park. Anyways, mm-hmm. um, so we went and got McDonald's breakfast. Um, we got on the bus. McGriddle shizzle. McGriddle shizzle. Manizzle. Manizzle. <laughs> um, got on the bus and then they stopped the bus by Fullerton, which is like the train station that we'd always um, get off at. Oh, yeah. Um, whereas yeah. we needed to go a bit further. Um, so I was like to the bus driver, I was like, oh, um, where are you going? Like, because obviously the bus is on diversion. And he's like, oh, I'm going to make a right and then make a left and then come back down onto Fullerton. So I was like, okay, we stayed on for a little bit. He let us stay on because I think everybody had to get off. We was like special, obviously. Duh. Obviously. Um, <laughs> so we stayed on and then hopped off when we got to the corner. It was really, really lovely. Let us off. So as we was walking, I was like, Nem. I had to just brief her. I was like, Nem, it's going to be a long day, right? It's going to be a long day. It's going to get a little bit tiring at times. Um, got snacks, got drink. We got all them things there. Like, use your big voice if you need to sit down. Use your big voice if you need to go to the toilet. Use your big voice if you're feeling some type of way. Like, but ultimately, we're here to support your mum. We're here to see her. We're here to have a good time. So let's just enjoy it. So we're walking, walking. We get to mile 10. And, like, she's such a sweet kid. Like, she's very... I think she's very like um, aware and like sensitive to people's feelings. So I think yeah. she was like quite worried about you. So mm-hmm. I was like, oh, like it's okay. Like everything's fine. Like I got up the map cause I was, had all the people that I knew that I was running and I was like, look, this is where your mum is. This is where we are. And you can see that she's moving towards us, right? So she's like, yeah. So I was like, so all we got to do is wait. The only thing is, is that sometimes the map can be um, inaccurate. Yeah. And by that, I mean, sometimes it shows that someone is where they are, but it's not really where they are. So they might be a little bit behind or they might be a little bit in front. But we've come in a good time that like we haven't missed her. I promise you we haven't missed her. We just need to be patient. So Mm -hmm. like, okay. So she's there and she's like clapping and she's blowing her whistle. I bought her a whistle that she she could use, you know, she didn't want to like cheer. She could just blow the whistle. Um and then I was like, Oh, um, look, there's Sierra, which is my friend. So I was like, Oh, look, there's Sierra. So we wave at Sierra, we cheer Sierra on. So I was like, look on the map, Nem, look, Sierra's there and she just passed us. That means your mummy's coming. She's like, okay, okay. She's getting super excited. And then you come in and then she's like, oh, mummy, mummy, mummy. Yay. You run towards her. You all hug and embrace. Everyone's like, oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> Nem yeah. starts crying. She's like, and oh my God. Everyone's like, oh my God, this is so emotional. I'm going to cry. And then everyone, <laughs> ju- 
<laughs> I'm looking around and everyone's just crying. It was really bizarre. And you were just, just like, like mm. is everybody all right? <laughs> no. It's an um, emotional so moment. crying. So I was like, okay, okay. Um, this is weird. And then I'm like, can you like carry on running, please? We'll meet you at mile 20. Just yeah, can you believe? Pushing. She was like... Okay, like she looked around because like all these people when they saw me like grab Nam and hug her because I was just like overwhelmed at this point. Vinny's standing there like, you look. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, right, okay, come on, let's get going, let's go. And I'm like, I'm having a moment here. Hold on. She's like, come on, you got to go. So I was like, okay. Do you know what it was bye. like? I think, I think, <laughs> I think because I was like, I was proper on Auntie Duty to, like that day. Yeah. Or that trip. You were on job. Yeah. So I was just, I think there was, not that there was no emotion, but I was just like, right, we just got to do the next thing. I've got mm. to make sure the child has gone to toilet. I've got to make sure the child is eaten. I've got to make sure the child is well. Like, well, you're doing the mum thing because that's, that's how I have Literally, to think when I, I go out like, with her. I was just like, right, yeah, you've done your embrace. Let's keep come, it moving come, now. Let's yeah. go. Let's go. Put on your jacket. <laughs> Wipe your mouth cooler. Let's roll let's out. Let's roll. <laughs> Blow your nose. Yeah. Uh-uh. <laughs> well, that's the thing because. You know, I got my um, sonic boost at that point, seeing you guys. I was so happy to see you because it's at these key points where your people have to be to give you your lift. So I, I'm i running along and everything's going okay. And then my foot starts to feel funny. My oh right my foot. Oh. Yeah. Then my left foot starts to feel funny. And I thought, you know what? Right foot feel funny. Boom. <laughs> left foot feel <laughs> funny. Boom. Blisters. Boom. Blisters. Boom. Boom. Everybody start running and walk. <laughs> Literally. The blisters, oh, the blisters were so big. I could feel them throbbing oh. in my trainers. And I was they just... They had their own circulatory system. I'm telling you. They were so own, big. Listen, you could see oh, the, the kind of like shape of my little toes in the trainers. It was, <laughs> it was so bad. And up to that point, I was doing great. What mile was this? This was mile 12. Oh, mile wow. 12. Okay. So I'm like... See, this is what that's we're talking about. Early. This is early. Yeah, that's quite early. And this is the thing about, you know, You didn't put no before. Vaseline, no body glide. Okay, so oh because God. I'd been ill the week before, like the packing was wild. <laughs> and I left some stuff. But in fairness, the body glide, because I hadn't used it, like, because I oh the last God. big race I did was London Marathon. So when I opened the top of the body glide, it all like just dropped out and it crumbled. It looked like drugs. <laughs> so I thought, well, I can't like stick it back together and like shove it back into the container. Because if I take that to America, I am going to get banged up because it, it looked like some kind of illegal, illegal substance. Yeah. And I was already over the limit with all my like toiletries and stuff for my hundred millilitres. And I couldn't, I knew I couldn't fit extra stuff in the plastic, the little plastic bag they give you. So I just thought, no, cha. So... I didn't have any Vaseline or anything on my feet, no body glide, no nothing. So rookie error, but you live and you learn. So yeah, mile 12 is quite early for the wheels to come off. So I had to hobble the rest of the race. It was a kind of like jeffing. So it's like a run walk strategy. Because, jeffing? Yes, it is a natural thing um, that 
you know, pe- basically it's just running and running walking. walking. I didn't know that was the term for it though. Yeah, okay. Jeffing. Because um, I think it was um, kind of, would you call it, not created by or kind of, it's Jeff Galloway anyway. So oh. I'm not sure if he's the creator of it, but. Or maybe it he coined co- the phrase. Coined the phrase. There we go. Exactly. Yeah, that's what I'm looking for. Thank you. So, um, yeah, it was a run-walk strategy from mile 12. Mm. I did have points where I could run consistently, but then the blisters were like, no, babes, what are you doing? Mm-mm. Like, let's just rein it in a bit. And then this is where the kind of true grit comes in where you have to tell yourself, I can do this one foot in front of the other. Okay, things have gone wrong, but you can do it. So the 545 crew had long left by this point. Um, And I was kind of upset about that because the course is flat and fast. I thought I was going to pull some PB out the bag. But then I kind of had to check myself and say, Natalie, stop it. Like, Forget about the timings. You were sick the week before. Your daughter was sick. You didn't even think you was going to make it to here. So have a word with yourself and do what you can do. You know, as long as you get over the line, you've done it. So whatever time it takes you, it takes you. So I sort of said, yeah okay fine well that's what it's got to be so I'm hobbling along hobbling along jeffing you know the running the walking strategy and then I get to mile 20 and I see you guys again so I get a little bit of a boost nowhere near the sonic boost from (laughs) earlier but you know we're still moving and then I get to mile 24 and at that point I was kind of playing cat and mouse with a couple of people because what I tend to do is like see someone that's running at a similar pace and keep pace behind them and then kind of move forward and yeah I'd had like a back and forth with this woman she'd got in front of me then I'd got got in front of her and on the back of her top it said I will complete this and that you know, focusing on that, I was thinking, I will complete this. So I kind of leveled <laughs> up to her. <laughs> I don't know what, no, I do know why I'm laughing. You're laughing. We'll, I'll tell you why I'm laughing. Cheesy moment. But yes. um, yeah, tell us why you're laughing. No, no, I'll tell you why I'm laughing when you finish the story. Okay. <laughs> so anyway, um, I kind of run up alongside this woman and she sees her friend and she's talking to her friend. And then afterwards she said, oh, I've been following you. So I said, I've been following you because I saw what's on. (laughs) Yeah, spooky. (laughs) Because I've seen what's on the back of your top and you will complete this. I'm saying to her, you will complete this. Um, And I said, and I will too, um, because she had explained at some point in the conversation that it was her first marathon. And I always kind of like to pay it forward and like help people that I come across, you know, that I'm running with, if it's their first marathon to just give them some words of encouragement, yeah, you know, cause we all need it. So she said, yeah, you're right. I will finish this. And I said, yeah, good for you. You know? So she saw her friend again. So she kind of went off to the side and they were talking. So I kind of gave her her space and, you know continued running at that point and she shouted out to me after she'd spoken to her friend no no I want to finish the race with you uh-uh. <laughs> so I was like bun my friend 
okay, Bye. yeah, let's go. And it, it was a moment and like, so we'd pass mile 24, we're going, we're going, mile 25 and then we get to the 26 and then there's just the point two. So you come round a curve and you see the finish line and I said, we are going to finish this, we're going to do it. And she said, and we're going to do it, we're going to do it together. So she said like, let's go. So I was like, come on, let's do it. So we pegged it. Now, it looked like we were probably crawling, (laughs) but at the speed that I felt, I was, I felt like a gazelle. I felt beautiful. Like I just pegged it. And this lady, Dana, she pegged it as well. And we came over the line and we just hugged and embraced to the point where people thought we were friends. Like the photographer was like, Hey, let me take your picture. And like, he took our picture and like, we were hugging and she was like, Oh my gosh, I'm sorry. I've just like rubbed all the salt from my face. (laughs) We were covered in it. No, we weren't. But if one of us had it, Lord help us. But she was like, Oh my gosh, I'm sorry. All the salt from my face. I've just rubbed it on your face. And like, I didn't even care. I was like, no, it's fine. And it's like these kind of bonding moments that you have with people when you run a marathon, don't know them from anywhere, probably would never have met in any other walk of life. And here we are kind of like doing the same thing, you know, going in the same direction. And, you know, we just walked and talked. So we came over the line, took pictures together we walked and talked and she told me that she had an eight-year-old. I said I had a nine-year-old and we just bonded and it was such a lovely moment. And, you know, I don't know, it, it was just brilliant. So we just kept walking and we came to a point where she had to go to the right and I had to go to the left. She is actually American. She was from another state and she was fr- staying with a friend in Chicago. So she was like, oh, I'm just meeting my friend over there and blah, blah, blah. And I said, well, I'm going to head back to the hotel. We wished each other well and we said our goodbyes. And that was that. It was, you know, it was a lovely moment to spend with someone. Did you not get her Instagram? Normally it's like, oh, no, like- I know, but we didn't. I think we were just so caught up in the moment. And, you know, it was just a thing. I mean, that presuming time. that she has an Instagram, but you know how. Yeah. I mean, you tend to think like everybody has one. Yeah. But I don't know, but. It was just such a lovely moment to share with someone. I think we should. I think we should start a campaign. <laughs> Hashtag find Dana. Hashtag find Dana. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Get in touch with the Chicago Marathon team and see, like, well, yeah. You know. I mean, because all the all my fi- finish line pictures even have that, her in it. <laughs> but this is what I'm saying. This okay. So I'm jumping, 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 mm. jumping. Why I laughed was because when we looked at those marathon pictures, yeah, it looked like you punched me. <laughs> yeah, because like we came over the line and I kind of reached out to her and she was kind of doing her kind of like victory hands in the air. So I put my hands in the air and my hand was coming down and in the photo, it looked like I punched her. <laughs> Uh-huh. just fully assaulted someone yeah that. totally on the finish line terrible <laughs> yeah outrageous but <laughs> yeah but you know the pictures don't really tell the story but you know if you kind of like stitch them together and put it on like a speed you kind of see the motion of like my hands book. going yeah, yeah totally and you know it was just such a lovely moment with a stranger. You have know. you um have you actually looked at the like hashtag Chicago Marathon hashtag basically? Um 
yeah, I've looked at some of it because, she, but you know, there's so much. All there the is time. so many, but you never know. You could get lucky. Maybe, yeah. I mean, because it was such a lovely picture. I mean, she looked lovely. I looked <laughs> crazy. Yeah, not all there. Because at the end of every race, the relief that I feel and the happiness that I feel like. Normally, when I smile, you could probably see eight teeth on top. But after a marathon, you could probably see all of them and round the back and side. Like, oh, damn. You know, it's like a really strange treasure cat grin. Um, yeah, so that was it. At the end of the race, you know, you get your bag and you get a um, piece of banana. Um, you get a drink, some water. And you get a beer. Now, this beer was the best beer I had ever tasted. I don't know what was in it, but it was absolutely delicious. Drugs. But I think it's because I'd had such a hard time (laughs) and it was just so refreshing and so nice. And I think it was at Berlin. They had some beer, but it didn't taste the same. So I think it was alcohol free in Berlin. But this one definitely had the it good had stuff alcohol, in it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because that's right. Because I spread out my, um, what do you call it? That foil blanket thing. Had a bit of a sit down, which was a bad move. Um, and I drank some of the beer and they said over the announcement that you couldn't take the beer out of the park. Oh, yeah. Definitely alcoholic. Then. So, yeah, it definitely has alcohol in it. So I sat down there because the plan was because um it's so funny i'm so sorry mm. to interject i might no, always no, do okay. this to you i'm very sorry That's all but right. it's because like my brain just doesn't stop working you said about like <laughs> yes oh dear why we we um now say that it's alcoholic because you couldn't take it out of the park yeah it reminded me of when i don't know if you were with no you wasn't because this was when i was going to the airport alone um there was a man that came onto the L train and he had a black bag. Why is it when people drink alcohol, it's always from a black bag? No, no. Anyway. The off-license bag, the off li- it? The off-license bag. <laughs> but he very much reminded me of like, you know that man that was in um, Home Alone? So like with the long jacket and the... Oh, like yeah. the hard shoes and yeah, like yeah. the criminal blow. Like, yeah, his coat was all mash up and team. Like, <laughs> yeah, he was very much the Home Alone type with drinking out of the plastic bag. Anyways, right. Totally nothing to do with your story. I'm so sorry. But alcohol in the bag. Alcohol in the bag. I could have put it in a bag. You could have yeah. put it in a bag. Continue. Okay, so I finished the alcohol, hobbled back to the train, hobbled back to the hotel. Because you didn't... This is another thing. Yeah. This child... <laughs> dear, I'm in trouble. She didn't even pack no slides. Like, what the oh, hell? Oh, no, I didn't pack no slides. So, But the thing is, literally, I knew once those trainers came off, like the swellage... Oh God. (laughs) The blistering with its own, you know, vein network and everything going (laughs) with its own arteries and everything literally taking on a life of its own on my feet. So, yeah, awful. So I hobble back through reception at the hotel and the woman's like, Are you okay? And I was like, Damn. I did the marathon and she was like, Yeah done oh my god and that's one thing like when you're walking and you've got your medal on just random strangers say oh well done I couldn't do that and you're like yes you could and blah 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 you have a little chat and everything so I hobble back up 
get into the lift, come in and see the guys here. They've got donuts. They're having a great time. Oh my God. Again, interjecting. Go, go, go. Those donuts, yeah. Let's just have a quick word about the donuts. Let's just have a special segment for the donuts. Once we saw (laughs) Nat at mile 20, I said to Nam, all right, that's it now. We're going to go back. But before we go, we're going to go and get some donuts. She's like, okay, cool, cool, cool. So we go to a place. Um, is it in Trellick Tower? Is that the tower? Trellis? Trellick? Willis the one where Tower? The, the one where the Sky Garden is. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we go there um, to a place called Do Right Donuts, right? So by this point in the day. They did like, us right. They, they <laughs> bloody well did us right, let me tell you. <laughs> so they do this thing, yeah, where like you can get, again, it's kind of like McGriddle style. You can get a burger, but the burger bun is a donut. Lord I'm screaming. Mercy. High cholesterol, diabetes, oh. heart attack, all in a bun that just tasted so yummy with chicken. My anyway, arteries are furring. My arteries are furring, <laughs> but YOLO, you only live once mm. and I'm outside. So I'm going to get all the stuff whilst I'm outside. <laughs> Anyways, so I get that and then I get half a dozen donuts, right? And they're just so lovely, so yummy, just so fluffy and everything. And also massive, so massive that I couldn't finish one to myself. Not even Nem, who loved her one. It was like, a, I think she called it like the pink extreme or something like this. It was just like oh wow, a strawberry iced donut, ring donut. She couldn't even finish hers. It was so much. Anyways, we bought back some for Nat because it was like, oh, we need to celebrate. So we celebrated with Do Right Donuts. Delicious. Delish. So I had a bit of donut. I was like, cool, cool. Go to shower. But before I do, oh god, I gotta deal with these blisters, y'all. Mm. So when I take off them trainers, oh god. <laughs> wow. You wore them trainers all the way home. Listen. You ran in those trainers for 26 miles, then you walked yes. another three miles to get home. Do you know what? I've just realised I'm hard as nails. Trust. Like, when I... <laughs> hard as nails or just crazy? And foolish. <laughs> <laughs> foolish. Yes. Yeah. Wow. wow. I had to go in the bathroom and close the door because some surgical procedures oh, were going <laughs> to go on. So I had to sterilise a pin <laughs> from my race top. Oh, my God. <laughs> I sterilised it with hand sanitizer. Listen, <laughs> you've got to do what you've got to do. Okay. Oh, this is too much. I never my went to Scouts hurting. or Brownies, but, you know, I know how to, you know, do what I've got to do. So I sterilise it with... um hand sanitizer because you know it's got alcohol in mm-hmm. it you does see? yeah right okay. okay yes okay i'll give you that so i take off the shoes or the trainers and i take off the socks and oh i'm God. like what in the elephantitis is this? they look like king Charles fingers listen <laughs> my <laughs> my little toes look like king Charles fingers <laughs> And they were a strange <laughs> colour. So anyway, if you haven't seen King Charles Fingers, go Google King Charles Fingers. Go Charl Google because they're, mm, they're not right. Um, <laughs> just like, like your my toe. <laughs> your toe favour King Charles Fingers. Yeah. King Charles Fingers. <laughs> <laughs> Awful. I so. am finished. <laughs> 
<laughs> done. Oh my god. So yeah, I close oh. up the door, put on the shower to get some steam in the room, <laughs> and I'm like, okay, what's the steam gonna do? You know, you see films like you know when women are giving birth, they like get towels. I don't know what the towels are. Gonna- <laughs> I don't know, mop up the, what's the thing when the, the waters break? No. Yeah, yeah, and blood and stuff like that. But I mean, essentially. No, but you didn't answer the question. Yes, yeah, so You turned on the shower. Why yeah. did you turn on the shower? I'm talking about it like, you know, when they say hot towels, it, I don't know what it's going to do, but I put it on to like steam the place up just to like, you know, open the pores or whatever. What pores? <laughs> just to make my feet softer without having to wash them because I'd wiped them off and because <laughs> it was hard to walk so I couldn't oh, do it in the shower because I couldn't bend forward like I'm in pain y'all okay fair enough so fair enough. I spread a towel on the top of the toilet lid okay because we got to be sanitary do you know what I mean sit on the toilet like and cross my leg with my leg up okay with my sterilized uh, <laughs> pin from my race top, <laughs> I had to go about popping the blister. Oh my God, you When didn't. the arc oh. of, what do you call it? What's in the blister? Like the- I don't know, juice. <laughs> <laughs> when I popped the blister and the juice, it formed an arc, like literally it- You are disgusting. <laughs> I had to do it to relieve the pain. Oh my God. So basically, I popped the blister and the way that um oh please <laughs> the blister juice came out it was awful it was awful so oh, i did it oh god and then i had to do the other foot oh god and there was another bit on the side near my big toe oh, and i had to do that as well oh god and um yeah i bandaged myself up put my no bandaged myself up Oh my god! Sat about for a bit, and then I had my shower, and then like dried myself off, dried my feet, and then I don't know if it was the heat in the room or whatever in the bathroom, they started to swell up again. So I had to repeat the procedure. Yeah, because to relieve the elephantitis. Whatever, whatever is producing the juice mm. you've just the fluid yeah that's you've it. just created more space for the juice to come in yeah but the thing is i couldn't leave my feet like that because you saw how i was walking yeah but i just presumed you was walking like that because you didn't bring your slides yeah because i had blisters oh, and i didn't have the slides yeah so what is the lesson from this don't get blisters I mean, yeah, but how do you not get blisters? Use body glide or Vaseline. Right. Yeah, but I told you I wasn't well the week before. Okay, so, okay, you know, okay. I had to take my punishment, okay. basically. Okay. That was my fault. Okay, okay. So, I had to deal with that. Child, you love making things harder for yourself. Uh-uh. It was an accident. Because the thing is... You didn't buy no body glide at the, the expo. True. True, I didn't. I should have done like, but you know, my headspace wasn't right because literally I was focusing on getting myself well to do the race. Yeah. Like mentally there was only so much that my mind could cope with. Mm. And the focus at that point is get yourself to the race. What happens at the race happens at the race. Yeah. But you got to get there first. Yeah. So 
yeah, that was my thought process <laughs> that you know doesn't go straight. It's a bit of a spider diagram. <laughs> so, um, yeah, dealt with the blisters, wrapped up my feet, and then we went sightseeing the next day. And I was trying to find a shop that sold sliders or, you know, the sports um, slippers that people wear. Mm. Again, what's it? Brand placement or whatever. Oof, 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 oof. Oofs. Oofos. Huh? O-O-F-S. Basically that, you know. I've never heard of this. Am I getting out of touch with the running scene? Yes, darling. But basically they're like kind of like recovery slippers. They do all different types and, you know, they're softly cushioned for your feet and they support your feet. Um, And most runners put them on after races and everything. So I was looking for a shop that sold them and I couldn't find any. So I was just like, well, you know what? I just got to firm it. So I did. I went sightseeing with my busted up feet. But then I wore my medal. So at least people could understand why I was walking funny. Why you was walking. Yeah. Because otherwise it would have just looked crazy out there. To be fair, to be really fair, you did well with walking the following day. Told you, love. Especially if you in them same trainers. Listen, nails. That's what I'm saying. I'm tough. Because you had to be, you didn't have a choice. Listen, this is you it. Didn't have a choice. Didn't so, have yeah, a you choice. Did, you did very, very well. Thank you. Very, very well. Thanks. Yeah. Um. So sorry, go. On. go yeah, on. I mean, it was great. Um, a quick thing to note: the expo was brilliant. It was so busy. There was so much to see, so much to do, and my daughter really enjoyed it. There was quite a few kids there actually, which was nice and. You know, there was lots of different things to try, lots of free samples that were given out. And some of them taste like cardboard. But, some you know, of them didn't move. taste so great, but I appreciated the <laughs> fact they were free. So you can't, do you know what I mean? You can't like open up the people, them things, eat them in front of their <laughs> face and go, oh God, that was disgusting. You know, you're just like, mm, thanks. <laughs> Even though your mouth tastes dry. Tastes trashy. Yeah, but you know, it's, you know, lots of different products to try. And one thing to note as well, um, I follow someone called Evelyn. Shout out to Evelyn. Oh, yeah, at this Runner Loves yes. Purple. This I like Runner calling Loves people Purple. by their Instagram name. Sorry, I know Evelyn, you do. but I'm going to call you at this Runner Loves Purple. Yeah, so I've followed Evelyn on Instagram for ages and it was down to her actually why I did the Loch Ness Marathon because I saw one of her videos and I was like oh brilliant you know I'm gonna try it and I did and I loved it so funny enough in my mind I was like I hope I see her because like we'd been messaging each other back and forth you know in the week leading up to the marathon so in my mind I was like well this expo is so big but I hope I see her and literally, as the thought left my mind, who came round the corner? Evelyn, this runner loves purple. So, like, we had a really nice chat. It was really lovely to meet her. And, and um, she's true to her brand. She was wearing purple. Yes, totally on brand, on job. Um, so, yeah, that was a highlight to add to the highlights of the Chicago experience. We we saw her when she was running to. Oh, yes, we she did. We saw her at mile 20. Yeah. Which was nice. Yeah, so. Which was nice. It's always nice to connect with people, you know, that you um, follow or support on Instagram and stuff. 
um so yeah that was my chicago experience Woo. i would say warts and all but i'm gonna say blisters and all king child foot and all <laughs> elephantitis <laughs> and all you know so. um, but yeah lovely city right, with lovely people i'm gonna ask highlights yeah. of the trip from like the race highlight of the race highlight and highlight of, of like chicago the trip highlights of the race um the crowd um the course lovely course and meeting dana you know just traveling the last couple of miles with her was a definite highlight of the race yeah and of chicago food 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 um just the niceness of the city it's a really pleasant city yeah with pleasant people you know really really nice um people um the boat tour was a highlight as well oh, i really like the boat tour ah uh, it was lovely um it was i think it was an architecture tour so um our speaker just told us all about the architecture um, of Chicago and about Lake Michigan and the history of the area. So that was a, a big highlight as well. My daughter enjoyed that. And lowlights. Lowlights of the race and lowlights of Chicago. No lowlights of Chicago. Um, yes, there's a lowlight for me. The food is expensive. Don't ever oh, catch me paying £8 for McDonald's yeah. breakfast ever again. Yeah, I have to say, because... <laughs> but I the don't... rest of the food is nice. Yes. I mean, I don't know if it was down to um, Liz Truss crashing the pound or whatever, but I think, <laughs> regardless of that fact, I was told previously by people who had been to Chicago that it was quite expensive. Like, if you go to New York on a really tight tight budget when it comes to food you can go to the dollar pizza and you can work it out you can get something you can get a little noodles for five dollars nothing like that in Chicago that I saw so I'm gonna it's a low light yes but thankfully we're in a position to be able to afford things and it made up for the taste because the taste was good yeah exactly and i'm the type of person when it comes to food if it's be tasting good i'd be paying for it yeah so yeah so yeah anything else no i just missed this this was great oh yeah we're really glad to be back and from here on out we're gonna be consistent she says um, but yeah, we've just been doing life at this point, up to this point, and still will continue to do so, but you should be hearing from us, you know, on a regular basis, <laughs> as from now. So, I'm going to ask you this time, because you're always asking me, mm -hmm. what are our social media Get handles? out, get out, there's no need <laughs> to be asking me. I'm going to fling this right back to you. Oh, wow. Balls back in Michael. Absolutely. Okay. Well, you can catch us at Relatively Fit Pod. Ta -da! Fantastic. Yay. Yay. Well, we hope you've enjoyed this podcast. <laughs> Click. <laughs> Bye. 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 Bye.